Welcome to today's Word of Mom Radio here on the Word of Mom Media Network. I'm your host, Dory DiCarlo, and you know we are here week after week, show after show, breaking those myths that mompreneurs and businesswomen, especially those of us building our businesses from home, that we're just dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done, we're not. We are smart, we are savvy, and we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life. And I'm excited about bringing today's guest in. Jackie Coker is a mortgage loan originator at Prime Lending out of South Carolina. Prime Lending has offices located in all 50 states in the U.S., and they offer a wide range of products from your typical FHA, VA, USDA, and conventional loans to your more intricate renovation and down payment assistant programs. Jackie herself can originate loans in most of the 50 states, with the exceptions of a few, and she's a single mom to a really cute little three-year-old boy, and when she's not working, she's enjoying her free time with him and their dog, Minnie, and I'm excited to bring her here because we've never done a show on this, and I think that it's important for people to know the programs that are out there to help them buy a home. So, Jackie, with all that being said, welcome to Word of Mom Radio. Dory, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. I'm excited to be sharing you. So I would love for you to take us on your journey of what brought you into becoming a mortgage loan originator. <laughs> it's a funny story. Before I became a loan originator, I my entire background of work is in restaurants. So I have waitressed, bartended, managed restaurants. I actually managed a restaurant up in Connecticut. At the time, I was looking, I thought it would be cool to move to better weather (laughs) where it's warm and figured I could take that restaurant business wherever, honestly. So my dad has a sister in Columbia who offered to let me move down here and check it out here in South Carolina. I ended up getting a job in three days and um, moving by the water in two weeks. I worked at a restaurant for about a year when a loan officer walked into the restaurant with her family. And, you know, she asked me what I knew about mortgages, which at the time I had just bought my house. um, So I knew the buyer side of mortgages, but I've never worked a desk job in my life. (laughs) So she asked what I knew about it. Sell. You know, my mom works in finance, so I knew a little bit, but again, I just, I've always worked in restaurants, so I didn't know too much, but she um, begged me to call her on Monday, said that she had been looking for an assistant for eight months and nobody fit the bill, so I called her on Monday <laughs> and interviewed with her, her boss, you know, landed the job as her assistant, so that's where I learned the ropes. It's a very tough, you know, being a loan originator is definitely tough. Um, It's not really something that you can go to school for. There's a lot of mortgage guidelines. You know, everything is very mortgage specific. The guidelines to each program, 
it's not something that you can really go get a degree for. So it was great that she gave me that opportunity. I was very happy to um, have that door open for me. And I just took it and ran and decided that I did not like sitting at a desk all day. I prefer to go out and get the business. You know, I like building relationships, making friends. So I decided I wanted to do what the loan officer did. And um, that's how I got where I am. <laughs> so what kind of loan programs are there out there? There are a ton. A lot of people think that you need 20% down to purchase a home. I think a lot of people still believe that. So there is multiple programs. There's a program called USDA. USDA is 100% financing, which means you don't put any down payment down, but it's only available for rural housing. I grew up in Coventry, Connecticut, which is very small population. <laughs> so I would assume that all of Coventry is probably eligible for USDA, where, you know, Hartford, Connecticut would be more so probably not eligible because of the population size. So that's a great program if you're looking for a home in a smaller town. FHA is what most first-time homebuyers utilize. It's three and a half percent down. There's conventional mortgages, conventional. So there's conventional 3% down for first-time home buyers. Typically, with that, there are income limits. So some people make too much for the 3% down, where that would push them to have to have at least 5% down conventional. And, of course, the VA loan. So VA loan is for any veteran who is currently serving or has separated from service. And that's a great program. A lot of people don't want to necessarily utilize that program, but I honestly think it's a great program. The rates are better than other programs out there. You don't have to put down a down payment. It's a great opportunity for veterans. I think that's great. And there should be amazing opportunities, especially for veterans to be able to buy a home. So what kind of information is needed when you're going to put together that loan application? So when you go online and apply for a mortgage, you will need to put your full name, your social, date of birth. We'll need a two-year residence history. We also need a two-year work history. College can actually be used for work history. So if you just graduated college, you got a degree, um, and you've only been on your current job for a few months, we can use your transcripts from college at, to account for the two-year work history, which is kind of nice. You know, some people might just think that since they don't have that two-year work history, they're SOL, <laughs> but they can actually use, they can use their college education to basically replace that two-year work history. We also will pull your credit. We'll look at everything on there, your marital status, the number of dependents that you have. If you're receiving child support and you want to use it, we don't ask you about it, but if you want to use it for qualifying purposes, you'll put that on there. And that's the main things that you're going to need on an application. What do you have to do for that pre-approval process? Is that an important thing to do before you're going to go get a home to find out, you know, am I going to be able to get one? Yes, certainly. Most agents want you to have a pre-approval in hand because Obviously, you know, they're taking time out of their day to take you to see these homes. You think in your head, I can afford a $250,000 home, but you haven't talked with a lender to verify that you, in fact, can. Most agents are not going to want to, 
you know, spend that time bringing you to see different homes without knowing for a fact that a lender has reviewed all of your documents. So we'll review your W-2s, your tax returns, your pay stubs. We'll also calculate your debt to income ratio. So we'll take what you have um, for debts on your credit report versus what you make for your gross monthly income. And that's how we decide how much home you can afford. So a pre-approval letter is definitely important. If you are in multiple offer situations, where, which is very um, common right now with the housing market, if you are up against people that are pre-approved and they have a pre-approval letter that says that the lenders verified all their income, their assets, everything has been underwritten, that's a definitely a way stronger offer if you don't have that pre-approval. Interesting. You know, it, it's funny. I'm, I'm learning. I love to learn. You know that. So- <laughs> You going back to the VA loans, what are the benefits from from that VA loan that you would get? The benefits of a VA loan, like I said, you don't have any, you don't have to put down a down payment. It's a very, I shouldn't say easy program to qualify for, but the debt to income ratio is higher than most programs. So you can get you can get approved for more home with a VA loan versus some other programs. For example, I have a veteran couple who I tried to get to like a conventional mortgage for, but they're actually, they were approved for VA. VA is a little bit more lenient, a little bit easier to qualify because they do want to help veterans get into the home. There are certain items like a pest inspection. I don't think that's huge in Connecticut, but here in South Carolina, you must get the home tested for termites. (laughs) And so the seller has to pay that fee. So there are certain fees on a VA loan that a veteran cannot pay. So all around, it is a great program. Here at Prime Lending, we do not charge any loan origination fees. So our lender fees on any loan are typically around $1,200, but we do not charge those fees to veterans. So um, no lender fees on VA loans. And we actually do a neighborhood edge program also, which is $2,000 from us towards closing costs. So essentially without having lender fees and getting a credit from us, we can cover the majority of the closing costs to help get that veteran into the home for essentially free. That is awesome. That really is. is And I'm shocked when you said that a lot of people don't take advantage of the VA loan. I think, you know, there's Dave Ramsey listeners out there who think that they should put down 20% just because. But I think it's, I don't know why anybody would ever, if they're eligible for a VA loan, why they would choose not to go with it. VA loans appraisers are a little bit more picky when it comes to what they want to see with the home. So if they're appraising the home and they go in and inspect the home and they see anything that's health-related hazardous to you or the person that's going to be residing in the home, that can make it a little tricky. I think a lot of agents out there are not necessarily misinformed about the VA loan, but they think there's a lot more hurdles when it comes to a VA loan. And really, they are just as easy to close on our end as any other loan program. And like I said, a VA appraiser is more so looking for anything that's going to be hazardous, like wires sticking out of the wall or missing flooring. You don't have floors at all in the home, stuff like that. They're not looking at minor stuff, paint cabinets that are old. (laughs) But some people think that they are, you know, 
they're really picky and hard to close, but they're really not. I'm curious. You mentioned earlier how when you're looking at the different information that you're putting down on a loan application, that you can actually use your college time as yes. part of your work. Does having a student loan affect your ability to buy a home? It does. It does. So for somebody that has extensive student loan debt, and by extensive, I mean really anything over $50,000, i have seen a crazy amount of student loans. <laughs> the best option is to work on your credit, get it up as high as you can, because conventional, there's two different conventional programs. There's Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, who service the loans. Fannie Mae will allow you, if, you're, if your student loans are income-driven, if you have them on an income-driven repayment plan, even if that payment is $0, we can use that $0 payment, which makes a huge difference if you have $100,000 in student loans. So to get approved for a conventional loan, you don't necessarily need a 680 credit score, but if you're going to put minimal down on a conventional loan, you typically do need about a 680 or better. But if you have a lower score and you have a good down payment, whether it's 10% or more, you can still get approved, you know, with a 620, 640. But I always recommend if you have extensive student loan debt to try and just work on your credit, get it up as high as you can, so that hopefully we can take you conventional to where if it's on an income-driven payment, and it's zero, we can use the zero. Where most other loan programs, it's either half a percent of that total student loan debt or 1%, depending on the program. So if I have to use half a percent of $100,000, <laughs> that's a hefty payment that I have to count in your debt to income ratio, which just means that you're going to qualify for less house, even if you're not paying on those student loans. You know, a lot of students or past students get frustrated that you know, well, I'm, I'm not making my payments. They're deferred or they're in forbearance or, and I'm like, I know, <laughs> but the debt is still there. And I do still have to, cal if there's no payment being made, I have to calculate a payment. And the only way to use a $0 payment is to go conventional. And so that's typically my suggestion with somebody that has a lot of student loan debt. And FHA recently changed their rules, which is great because, like I said, FHA is the most common first-time homebuyer program that is utilized. It's either half a percent if you're paying zero, which is great. It used to be 1%. Or if you're actually making payments and you can show me the actual payment that, so if it's income-driven and it's anything over $0, I can use that actual payment. So a lot of the time, an income-based repayment plan is the best possible option, especially versus forbearance or deferment. I mean, if you're going to defer those payments, chances are the interest is just adding up. So you want to be making some sort of payment. So when it comes to a mortgage, income-driven repayment plans are the best. If it's over $0, I can use that actual payment. So that's the best option for student loans. On that note, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back in just a moment here on Word of Mom Radio. Now on Blu-ray, the new movie, Clifford the Big Red Dog, the perfect gift for Valentine's Day. When Clifford grows 10 feet tall overnight, 
he and his friends are chased across the city in his brand new movie adventure that critics are calling 100% fun for the entire family. Own Clifford the Big Red Dog on Blu-ray today and get supersized special features including deleted scenes, movie making magic, and much more available at participating retailers rated PG from Paramount Pictures. She is brave. She is strong. She is you. Because you're that woman who's got a product or a service that you're looking to promote. Or you're out there seeking to support other women in business to help women learn, network, and build the businesses of their dreams. Because when you win, we win. We all know a survivor. Some of our friends and family have made it through difficult times. Some of us don't make it. Losing a loved one to cancer, a car accident, or any other unfortunate event can be crippling and unavoidable. But one of the hardest subjects to talk about is suicide. Too often, our youth decide that leaving this place is easier than facing the struggle forced upon them every day. More than one in four children go through some form of bullying or another. Most of us survive with scars. But for some, the inner demons created cannot be recognized or treated in time to ensure they make it through. Bullying in every form is very much avoidable. It starts with me, and it starts with you. This is Kelly Karius from No Such Thing as a Bully, reminding you to do your part when you see bullying happen. If you don't know what that is, call 403-447-4404. Or go to no such thing as a bully.com. Don't let the name fool you because stadiumbags.com has a line of clear bags that enable you to use your phone and your smart devices without removing them from your bag. Not only that, but the product is so good it'll stand up to the cleaning solvents that you need to use now to make sure that when you come home, you come home safely. So take a look at stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we're your clear choice, because safety, it's in the bag. And we're back here on Word of Mom Radio. We are talking with Jackie Coker about getting a mortgage, buying a house. So you mentioned right before our break about getting your credit score up. How can you do that? What are some kind of the tricks of the trade? Here are some tips, and I love giving tips because a lot of people that reach out to me That's the biggest hurdle is the credit. You know, I want to buy a home, but my credit is in the 500s or I have collections on there. I have, you know, previous late payments. So I love talking to people about ways that they possibly can get their score up to get them where they need to be, whether it takes you two months, six months, a year. I always say, talk to me a year before you're ready. You know, you don't want to go talk to a lender when you think, yes, I'm definitely buying a home. My lease is up in two months. (laughs) And then you're disappointed that you can't get approved. So when it comes to credit, some, some tips that I give people is if you do not have a credit card, you need one. A lot of people are scared to get a credit card because they don't want to get themselves into debt, which I completely understand. But revolving accounts, I believe, make up about 30% of your credit score. So that's that's the majority of how your score is calculated. So if you don't have any um, credit cards that are open, you're really holding yourself back from getting your score to a nice high range. So if somebody doesn't have a credit card, I say go ahead and open. You can typically do a secured credit card through your bank. Your local bank may offer them a secured card. The way that it works, I believe you give 
the bank two or three hundred dollars and that's the limit that's going to be on that card and if you show the bank that you can make those payments on time you get that um, deposit back from them another easy credit card to get uh, approved for is like a finger hut credit card really anything you can get approved for i say go open a credit card and the key is to keep the balance below 29 percent of your limit at all times. Um, that's really, I don't know why that's the magic number, but that is the magic number. So I always say, you know, open a card, put gas on it once a month, pay it down. It's actually better to pay down the card to five or $10 or any small balance, as long as it's not zero, surprisingly. <laughs> because you want to, anytime that it gets reported to the credit bureaus, it's better for it to show that there's a little balance on there versus paying it off. So that way they can see that you're constantly using it. They can see the activity. So I say, go put gas on it once a month, pay it down to five bucks and do that again the next month. Just forget the card exists. Don't go maxing it out. <laughs> so that's, a, that's the main thing I tell people when it comes to collection accounts. The thing with collections is once they hit your credit, the damage is pretty much done. If you go and pay those collections off late, it almost never makes the score go up. So I've had people who apply and say, Jackie, I've paid thousands of dollars to pay off old collection accounts and my score didn't go up. And I'm like, I wish you had come and talked to me first because I would have told you <laughs> that paying them off late, unfortunately, is good. You know, it's good to get them paid off so that we see you paid them, but unfortunately, it's not going to boost the score. So unless they delete it. So if you can get the account deleted, from your credit, and some companies will allow you to do that where you settle the account and they will delete it from all three bureaus, that does typically increase the score. So whether you do that on your own or you use, there are credit repair companies out there who can help um, you know, get collections cleared up, especially if they are not yours. If your insurance was supposed to you had insurance at the time of service and they should have paid that, or you have a reason to believe that it's unfair or unjust. Um, there are companies out there who can help you get those items deleted. So getting items deleted will definitely help boost your score. Another thing that I recommend is getting on as an authorized user with a family member or a friend who is willing to do that, especially if you don't have any credit card history. You would only want to get on as an authorized user if that their credit balance is low in comparison to their limit. If they've made all their payments on time, you don't want you don't want to get on somebody's credit card with them as an authorized user if they have late payments or the card is maxed out because that's going to have the opposite effect of what you're trying to do. But an authorized user just means that you um, the credit history of that card goes on your credit report, but you don't need a copy of their credit card to actually be able to access their account. Um, so if you have somebody nice enough to do that for you, <laughs> that is a great way to boost your score as well. But when it comes to collections, we don't care about medical collections. We do care about non-medical collections if they total over $2,000. If they total over $2,000, I do have to use 5% of the balance against you as a monthly payment. So those are the most important to clear up. If you are going to clear them up to get qualified for more house, worry about the non-medical. Interesting. So before you mentioned the debt to income ratios, how do you calculate that? 
So debt to income ratios would be calculated. It's made up of two numbers. The front number is your housing expense ratio. So we would take the just the mortgage payment, the potential mortgage payment, and divide it by your gross monthly income. So if you had a $1,200 mortgage and you made $4,000 per month. I love that you're calculating this. This is great. I am. I know. <laughs> Let's see. That's 30%. <laughs> Oh, don't ask me. I don't do math. <laughs> so, so your front end ratio, if you made $4,000 gross monthly income and you're get, you want a $1,200 mortgage, that's 30% of your gross monthly income, just the mortgage. Then you add in any, any liabilities on the credit report. So let's say you, have, you want a $1,200 mortgage and you have a $500 a month car payment. You've got a couple credit cards with total $100 a month minimum. So your total debt, including the housing payment is $1,800 divided by that 4,000 a month. That means your total, total ratio is 45%. So that's how we calculate both numbers. Conventional mortgages, typically you want less than 45. That's the key number, 45% on that back end. So that is the total debt ratio. FHA will go up to 57%. VA, like I said, there is no hard stop with VA. You can go up in the 60% range. It's very lenient. And USDA typically is 41%. So each program has stipulations on how much you can have for your debt-to-income ratio. So that's how it's calculated. So you're in South Carolina. What kind of down payment assistance can you get there? In South Carolina, we do, there are so many great options in South Carolina, which I love. <laughs> there are, SC Housing offers multiple programs. The first one is known as a bond loan. That's, I don't know why that's necessarily the term, but it's $8,000 currently in down payment assistance. That's the most popular one. That's the one that I do mostly. You need a 620 credit score, 45% debt to income ratio, don't necessarily have to be a first time home buyer. So, I mean, really they're easy to qualify for. Most people that I work with qualify for them. There are income limits on all of these programs, but they are pretty high. So even if you make too much money for one program, there are other programs that have higher income limits. So there's so many options out there that hopefully I could get somebody approved for at least one of them. And every year in South Carolina, for a limited time, we do Palmetto Heroes, which is typically for first responders, nurses, doctors, teachers. Teachers are on there. They're eligible. Last year was $12,000 in down payment assistance and a low rate of 2.75. So SC Housing does that once a year for I think it lasted about four months this past year, and it is um, a great program for our heroes here in South Carolina, firefighters, police officers, and like I said, teachers are included in that. So that's a great program. If, if I have somebody that reaches out to me, I did just recently have a police officer reach out to me and ask me about down payment assistance, and I recommended that he waits a few months. <laughs> for that program because it is going to be more in assistance, it's going to be more money, and it will be a lower rate. Interesting. 
You know, this is great information, Jackie. I really appreciate it. So as we're wrapping up, what do you want to leave our listeners with and how can they reach out to you? I would say what I would like to leave everybody with is to talk to me, whether you're ready now or you want to be ready a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. It doesn't matter to me what your timeline is. Um, I think it is very important to have somebody you feel comfortable with. That is what I pride myself on is that I am here to listen. I don't judge. I am here as a friend. You know, I just want to give the best advice that I can. And I want to talk to people before they're ready and help guide them to get there. So if they want to contact me, they can go to my Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash CHS mortgages. And then um, my website to apply, if I have somebody that's listening who is ready to just take the leap and fill out everything for me to take a look to see where they're at. And if they're not ready yet, we can get them there. My website is applywithjackie.com. Super easy to remember. And my phone number is 843-906-0701. Jackie, I really appreciate you taking the time to share with us in the business spotlight. You've given out such great information. So many things out there that I really had no idea. I bet a lot of people had no idea that so many programs are out there to help. So thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Thank you so much for having me, Dory. It was a lot of fun. Well, thank you. And for all of you tuning in, thanks for being with us. We're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure. She is-